the edge of the familiar, where your comfort zone ends and the unknown stretches before you. That's where greatness awaits. Are you ready to take that leap? This is the Risk Big Podcast with your host, Travis Fitzwater. Great, we're live now. And here I am with my buddy, David McKenzie. I'm so excited. He's, yes, it's great. We've been talking about this, I know, for a couple months, having you on the podcast. And I'm actually yes. testing, we're testing this out, the YouTube live thing uh, through some software I've got. Um, I'm hoping to get in LinkedIn live at some point. They have a, um, they're, they're going to just start doing live video. And I think that's a kind of a, a place that's going to be untapped early on. So I'm trying to get approved there. So I look forward to that too. But anyway, we have David McKenzie here. He's an entrepreneur. I'm a fan of this guy. We've been friends. We've met a couple times in Jefferson City, where he's come into Missouri and helped with the Governor Student Leadership Forum and led some students uh, through being a facilitator. And he's been the MC with his buddy uh, Fayola, who lives out in Kansas City, uh, Kansas City area. Just thankful for these guys. He's become a great friend and a brother. And um, so I, I'm really excited to have David McKenzie here with me. Yeah, man, I can't wait to uh, you know start this conversation. We, like I said, we've been talking about it for a while. And, uh, you know, I had the Warriors game over here a little bit. So we're, if you see me look to the right a little bit, I'm looking at the, the Warriors game. But, yeah, man, I'm excited to do this. And, um, yeah, can't wait to uh, see what this conversation has in store. Yeah, and, the, the, you know, I also, I, I also planned this, like, right in the fourth quarter of the game <laughs> six of the NBA Finals. So, like, I've got, I've got David trying to decide whether he wants to focus on any of any or any of my questions at all or watch the Warriors hopefully get beat by the Raptors in six. And so (laughs) that would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, being a Cavs fan, you know, I can never, I can never pull for the Warriors no matter what. I I mean, no matter what. So yeah, I'm sorry about your Cavs. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, I I do want to get into it. You, you do some fascinating things. You've always been fun to be around. You're a great guy. You do some amazing impressions. You have your own uh-huh. podcast, uh, "The Power of Two. That's that's right with your with your buddy. You and my buddy Fayola. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited about that. I heard the first episode, and it was, you guys are just natural conversationalists with each other. So, but before before you started all that, you were you were a, uh, a football star at Boise State. You, know, you get mm-hmm. a big big fat ring on your finger. You always wear it around. Um, it's pretty cool. So t- tell me about how you like your college career and how you got in, interested in entre- entrepreneurship. Well, I, I wouldn't say football star, you know, I had to, I had to grind a little bit. I, you know, worked, I came in as a walk on, had to earn my way and, but it was on some good teams and, you know, learn how to serve definitely. And when you learn how to serve, you, you have to serve first to lead, but yeah, played football, man. Boise state was there three and a half, four years. And then I graduated early and started my career, man, in entrepreneurship, which has been but definitely a journey with the Lord and him lead ordering my steps. But I started off emceeing, hosting a lot of events, doing things from Miss Idaho to uh, like the Missouri Governor Student Leadership Forum and um, other corporate events and galas as well. And then I parlayed that into some businesses and brands. So I helped out, um, started my own company called Bowtie Hustle. We do customized accessories for um, colleges and NFL teams and fraternities across the country. And um, with that, doing building my brand and hosting the events and also doing some on the field hosting for Boise State games. Um, 
and also, you know, parlaying that into other entertainment ventures and entrepreneur ventures as well. It's been super fun. Really good to enjoy. I mean, I make the joke Black Ryan Seacrest, but you know, it's a <laughs> it's a fun uh, it's a fun journey. So, um, yeah, that, that's why I've been kind of up to man, kind of the last uh, couple of years, uh, a lot of hosting, a lot of emceeing, and been really diving into that startup entrepreneur world um, as well. So, yeah, yeah. So, so you you came out of college you had this passion for entrepreneurship and where does that where does that come from originally did you have like did you start a lemonade stand when you were a kid or like did you get that early on or is it just kind of like i got to college i started seeing some things i started having to make my you know make some money like what like how do you how do you get how'd you get there i think it was my parents man definitely instilling into me excuse me saying you know hey it's a you know start your own thing make your own path they were both in corporate America, but they were both people who say, hey, look, you know, this is not for everybody. And you can have the gifts, the gifts and establish the talents to create your own dream and create your own path, even though it's going to be hard. Um, so they kind of instilled that into me at a younger age. And at a younger age, I was doing things like modeling and I was in Barney, did a lot of entertainment stuff and always was doing my own type of projects as well. So I think it was just from the young age of my exposure, number one, and number two, the parents and stealing you know, hey, it's okay to be independent. You can do these own things. We will support you and all that. So those are kind of the main things for me that I was like, uh, wow, you know, I, I, I had this passion of or drive to create um, and manifest what I see, you know, in my mind and what God, you know, downloads to me and see if I can bring that to fruition um, in everyday life. And what, so, so what has... And I want a couple of directions I want to go with that and I'm trying to process it in my mind, but like what's been really, really hard about being a college athlete and earning a spot. And then what have you seen that, how has that helped you kind of mindset wise going forward, becoming an entrepreneur and kind of grinding out a business and starting that? Cause you're at the very early stages of your business Absolutely. with the, um, emceeing events and being a you know kind of a being an, an entertainer in many ways uh mm-hmm. and then also starting the bow tie hustle and and selling product uh you got mm-hmm. a lot of irons in the fire now working for a tech company as you you mentioned um to to kind of get your feet wet in the tech world mm-hmm. how sorry that's a long way around asking what did you learn from football and yeah. college to that really kind of helps you now well, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I think a lot of people are always asking me, you know, when I came out of football, they were like, man, you know, you're, you're, you're doing this event and you're, you're a part of this venture and you're also, you know, you did this casting stuff for the show Big Brother and you're, you're doing all these things. Why are you – and I, I tell people all the time, it was that drive of being a walk-on of, in football, being overlooked – you know, being alienated, all that. It was, it was, it was a grind, and it was some tough times. But I learned a lot. I learned how to serve. You have to, you, know, you learn how to serve first before you lead. And through that process of being friends with the stars of the team, you know, my best friends, and they would get to travel on trips, and I didn't. That does something to you in a way personally. And I think all that experience I got coming out of football, I took all that. It wasn't anything of feeling ugly towards anybody. It was just grit and passion that I had built up you know, for a long time. So when I came out on the, you know, to do my own thing, it was just a lot of just passion and a lot of grit and a lot of just, you know, this is my time to control what I want to control and to put my feet, feet to faith and, and, and put my drive and go achieve something. So it was that grinding. It was that work ethic. And like I said, in other podcasts I did, it was, 
you know, hey, they're going through the process of enjoying the suck, the so what, now what, you know, you get hit in the mouth, how do you react to that? So it was those two mentalities type things I learned in football that I parlayed into my career of like, hey, look, nothing can stop me now. I mean, I've been looked over. I've been, you know, alienated before. I know how to, you know, um, overachieve and basically um, overcome, you know, when you have setbacks. So I would say that really helped me a lot. What would you say helped you like practically efforts that you made to get through the lulls? Like when it's really, really hard, what things mm-hmm. did you institute in your life that have helped you get through those hard moments? Well, I think, you know, you, number one, faith, you have to have faith. And I feel like if you know you have gifts and you have talents, you have to, number one, have the faith and say, hey, I'm not having these visions and these things in my heart for no reason. You know, that's number one. And number two, you have to have somebody with you. You know, we know about friendships and brotherhood. You have to have somebody with you who holds you accountable of who you really are. And I think Fayola, who you mentioned, was another guy to where, hey, we we hold each other accountable. Like, hey, we had to set back today. Or, hey, man, this happened. But, hey, we know what we, what our vision is. We know what we can do. You know, hey, I hosted the thing. I, I, I did a Boys State hosted thing. It was in front of 35,000 people. If I have a setback, don't forget what you're capable of, you know, what you did. And don't forget the talents God gave you. So I think the two things to answer your question is, one, having faith and keeping him first. And number two, having friends around you that hold you accountable and saying, hey, look, I know you had a bad day, but, hey, man, you can <laughs> – you can do more things. You know that you can be successful. Let's keep let's keep going. Let's keep grinding. And today, as you're at the very early stages of Bowtie Hustle, and you, you've recently, the last couple of years, you've college, graduated from college, and you kind of got all these irons in the fire. Like today, what are you really struggling with? Like what is an obvious thing that you look at and you say, man, I could really use work there? Um, I, I think um, – you always want to, I'm always a person that wants to improve, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and spiritually. So I'm always, you know, trying to improve myself in those areas. But also I think I've always wanted to, um, you know, where the struggle I'm having now was, you know, growing my brand, you know, with both of us, you know, we got in six or seven stores in five months, you know, we landed a partnership with a company called Reveal Suits in Dallas, Texas. They gave us 30 collegiate licenses. That was all great. But it got to a point, you know, that life happened, you know, two of my partners left. I was the one running the company and a lot of money was coming out of pocket. So the main issue I had now was, okay, how do I find something where I can find a base salary and, you know, I can support myself while also growing my other brands that I have, all these items I have in the fire, hosting, emceeing, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial ventures. So my struggle was that, you know, finding the funds and, and through that process, you know, I said, what do I need to achieve? What do I need to get done right now to take the next step forward? And that step was to find something that I can do that's consistent, that gives me a good base, that's also flexible, where I could do my other things. And that's how I found that, you know, the venture with starting with the, uh, with the tech startup out here and mutual friends and the entrepreneurial world and say, hey, you'll be perfect at this position. And having that position will allow me to achieve that. So it's just taking those steps like that um, that allow you to achieve those things. So those that's kind of the main struggle that I was going through at the moment and and currently, yeah. Gotcha. So you mentioned walking with Fayola and what that what that means. You know, he lives in Kansas. You live in Idaho. It's a long distance. How, the walking with friends is really important to me, as you know. You know, I got mm-hmm. some buddies here in Jefferson City. We walk together in life. Absolutely. How much? How much? Just express what that means to you. Uh, just the importance and the significance of that in your life. I think it's huge, man. I think 
any walk with Christ, you know, you're, you're going to need somebody with you because the enemy is going to attack you all the time and you're, you're, you know, mentally. And when you have brothers in Christ with you that you can meet with and that you can share your story with and they can share, you know, their story back, you leave those conversations refueled, re-energized, and you, you, you get back into perspective. And that's why me and Phil created that podcast, The Power of Two, was just to basically say, hey, look, we had two to three hour conversations talking about life and talking about destiny steps. And are you in the right time at the right place and where God wants you to be? Is he ordering your steps? And it's like those conversations like that, you know, even like with you and Jason and Kevin, it's like when you guys meet and you guys connect like that, you leave those conversations refueled, re-energized and you know, with the changed and revamped mindset to get back on path of where God wants you to go. So I think having a friendship or brotherhood in Christ like that, man, it's, it's massive. It's huge. It's paramount. And what do you, do you guys have somebody that's, that's helping mentor you in, in all that and helping kind of lead you? Is there somebody older? Or is it just you guys kind of, um, walking together just the two of you, or do you have some, some other input? Uh, I mean, we've, we have definitely, you know, separately and collaboratively have, mentors you know that we go to um that we you know have out of course in dc and i have my separate ones out here in boise you know businessmen and and, and ceos and other people who i look up to have had success in the round but to get specific with that we don't really have a you know specific mentor that we you know go to every week you know it's kind of just us in that but do we have multiple mentors out there remotely and that we talk to occasionally and all that absolutely what do you what are you most passionate about right now today what are you like what are you excited about what opportunities are in front of you what gets you like fired up i think the most thing the thing that i'm most excited about now is that i'm in a place where every things are organized and i basically can be in a place where i can focus on two things to where hey this is where it's at this is where that money will go this is where i want to go from you know the next step after this um that's the most exciting thing i would say that so to, to break it down even more i would say my entrepreneur ventures i'm excited about that uh funding those things and getting those things running up, up and running number one number two um the new opportunity of being in a new world of learning more stuff with software and, and seeing where that goes we're around tech that's number two and number three that space of God where he could say, hey, look, I know this is great, but I might come in and just disrupt this thing and it might have a grander opportunity for you. I always leave space for him of like, hey, who knows? I could be somewhere tomorrow that could change the aspect of my life in a great way. So that's how my faith is all the time. So I think those are the kind of the three main things I'm uh, looking forward to right now. And why, why did you guys start a podcast? Tell me about the podcast, what you guys are talking about there, the power of two podcasts. Fail is an, is an awesome guy, as uh, energetic and, and inspiring and connective as you are. Just uh, you're, The both of you are hilarious together and a lot of fun. But tell me about that. <laughs> uh, so, like I said, man, the podcast kind of came about, me and Faye, we talk three or four times a week, and, you know, we talk everything, you know, entertainment to you know, you know, what about, you know, you know, to Warren Buffett, to, hey, to Jay-Z, and, you know, how did these guys get here, and, you know, Oprah or Quincy Jones, and they started with one thing, and they evolved, in it. and we started talking, and we said, man, like, I'm leaving these conversations with me and you, like, whoa, we need to put this out there for people to hear of, like, this is some really valuable stuff that I know helps us, and I know will help other people that's my age as well, too, 
So, and anybody out there, and the feedback we've got on the podcast so far has been great because we've just put those conversations out there. The power of two came, like I told you about, our friendship is based, we based off the scripture of, you know, Matthew 18 and 19, where, you know, two of you, two of you guys agree or ask or something, it shall come to pass. And when we started that, I'm like, dude, this is a great podcast to talk about those issues of like, hey, how does one become a Jay-Z? How does one become a Bill Gates? How does one become, um, you know, uh, start a company like Google? And it's like, that's what we talked about in the first episode. Everybody has these small seeds of greatness, but how do you know how to manifest them? How do you know? And we're not on there telling them how to do it. We're just out there saying, hey, look, I'm still trying to figure it out, too. Like, how do it? And it's a, it's a cool discussion. And you guys are really young. What are you, 24, 23, 24, 25, maybe uh-huh. something like that. So you guys are really young. You, you've, got, you've got a lot to learn. But I, I love talking to, to people that have stories, want to tell their stories, want to talk about it. You fascinate me to no end. And so I, I love that we're having this conversation, especially considering what's going on in the uh, NBA Finals in the background. It just Man. You'll never forget the fact that you, you, you did a podcast interview with me while Steph Curry was losing <laughs> another NBA Finals. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my but, god! <laughs> I just had to throw it in there. I mean, it's it's still there's still time. They're they're <laughs> the Raptors are up three with 40, 40 something seconds left, right? I, I've got it on delay. So am I missing? S- oh no! Uh, the there's Uh-oh. a shot. They've just yeah. scored. I can't look at. it. I've got it on my phone. I don't have it live playing live, but I've got the uh, game cast coming. Uh huh. But any anyway, that's neither here nor there. I, I get so excited about what you guys are doing. Um, really, really, the power of two podcasts. I listened to the first episode, and I thought it was I thought it was tremendous. I certainly think you guys, as young guys, um, the fact that you're living living out your passions and doing what you're passionate about. You know, Faye just went through um, uh, his his um, his cancer um, deal. The the men of man, man of the year man of the year deal out there in mm-hmm. Kansas. Really excited for him. I know he had a big party. It looked like it was a lot of fun. Um, but you guys becoming leaders in your own communities is really inspiring to me at a young age. Um, that's a, that's a great thing. And just thrilled about where, where you're going. If you had, so this, this is obviously the risk big, big podcast. We talk about what it takes to risk the stories of behind starts and entrepreneurs and leaders. What, what would you, um, what are some of the big risks that you've taken other than just taking on entrepreneurship? Like what, what do you see the role of risk in your life? You know, I've I've had multiple risks that I have taken. You know, that's the one thing. You know, the thing I told you guys that I did. I, I didn't mention all the other things, entrepreneur adventures I had done. You know, regarding, you know, helping plan an event for Tony Robbins' partner Bob Cattell, um, other entertainment things as well too. It's like I've had other ventures where, you know, I took that risk. I, I gave all the money in my pocket to make this thing happen. And did the event happen? Yeah, it did. But did I get anything back? No. Um, and I talk all the time with some friends of saying, hey, you know, should I have come out of college and say I'm just going to get a, a, a nine-to-five job and do that? And I, I, have, I think that sometimes as well, too. But also I think, man, like there, I would have nowhere near the network that I have now, you know, just being on that entrepreneurial freelance type of thing that I was doing. So um, when it comes to risk, man, I think you have, you have to really evaluate who you're taking that risk with and, and make sure it's a calculated risk, you know. I'm going to put one thing in the chamber right now, but I haven't mentioned, but, you know, a friend of mine who I met, mutual friend of mine who I met after doing a hosting event, you know, fast forward it, we possibly are working on at putting on a tribute, 60th tribute to um, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Now, that's been in the work for two to three months now, okay? 
I don't know where that's going, but it's a risk. And I'm going to see what, you know, what it can, what it can do, whatever. We know mutual people in there. Um, but that's what we're trying to do, you know, and we have some good irons in the fire. Things have gone well, but also things have gone bad too. So it's like, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. But I think with taking risks, you have to really evaluate you're taking the risk with number one, number two, Sometimes it's not going to work out, but you have to really be powerful and saying, what did I learn from that? And let me get right back on track and get it and get going again. Yeah. So. I have, I have one question. I typically, I try to ask everybody on the podcast, typically a question that it's not the same every time, but it's basically, what would you encourage others that are interested in becoming an entrepreneur or becoming leaders in their communities or whatever? What would you, in, in, how would you encourage them to live out their passions? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I would say one to know that there's never going to be a perfect time to do it. You know, you, you people always say, Oh, well, I'm going to wait till I'm going to get here. And then once I get that, yeah, it's like, man, you just kind of got to go ahead and, and pull the trigger and then evaluate yourself from there because it's never going to be a perfect time. That's number one. Number two, um, I would say, man, to really, narrow down your vision and to really what you want to do. You know, if I ask somebody, Hey, what's your dream? What do you want to do? And they say, Hey, I want to be in media. I, I could be a good coach. And I also would be love consulting as well too. And plus, Hey, I do that. It's like, you know, can that be narrowed down a little bit and say, Hey, look, I want to be an architect and I also want to be a successful person in real estate or something like that. I don't know. That would be my main advice is narrowing down that passion, that focus regarding your path that you want to do in achieving your vision or passion. Gotcha. David, man, it's a lot of fun having you on my podcast. It's fun talking to you as always. You know, we spent, I don't know, 30 minutes probably just shooting the breeze before we even started this thing. So, uh, Absolutely. and it's always, it's always fun talking to you. Um, so tell everybody that's listening right now before we get off of here all of the different avenues they can find you on social media. Cause I know you've got a, a quite a following there. Um, mm -hmm. you know, DMAC entertainment and a couple other ways they can, they can find you. Yeah. Uh, for Instagram, it's at DMAC underscore one. That's DMA DMAC underscore one. And then, um, you'll see all my brands there. And then for Twitter, uh, you're, you're huge on Twitter, man. Uh, <laughs> Fitzy is, but left our Twitter. It's at David McKenzie, uh, one and McKinsey is M C K I N Z I E. But yeah, that's when I'm on, man. And you guys come check it out and I see what I've been up to. So yeah, or hire him to fly across the country and MC your event, which he's done for yes. us a couple of times and has, is just an incredible entertainer, really a lot of fun. And so is Faye, uh, just good guys. I'm very, very thankful for you all. And man, just, just thankful for your friendship above anything else. It's, it's fun to have you on the podcast. Yeah, it's been great to be here, man. Thank you for, for having me on, brother. Yeah, bro. I, I enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.